We're live. Good morning. Big J Okerson. Thanks for coming back, buddy. I didn't realize like seven years ago was the last time we talked. Yeah. That's Marco a long time. Island. Man, it seems like yesterday. Honestly, I thought you were in Naples. No, it was my first time here. Wow. You missed me then. I did miss you. Yeah, I can tell. After seven years, you were like calling and writing. And <laughs> I never heard a damn thing. I hope my letters found you well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, tell me about the podcast. You got the radio show on Comedy Central. First yeah. of all, how did you start in comedy? And then tell me about that stuff. I started in comedy from uh, a front. Ultimately, I was a big fan of it growing up. Huge fan of it. Um. But knew all of the, even the guys who were, I guess, lower level, but that would still be on TV. You know, I knew yeah. all the showcase shows and everything yeah. I'd watch. Because you followed it. Followed it a lot. and um, See, I knew nothing great... about comedy. Oh, really? Nothing. I got in the business, I didn't know five names. I, tell you, I, I knew, I was so, like, such a student of it. And then a friend of mine, when I was 19, working at a 7-Eleven, going to community college, uh, had dinner with me, and she said that she... She was kind of disappointed in my life choices <laughs> at 19, and I said, what, what should I be doing? And she's like, I always thought you were so funny. I thought you would try comedy. Yeah. And then serendipitously, the next day, my friend asked me if I would go with him uh, downtown Philly to South Street to buy sneakers. And while I was waiting for him, I remember just looking across the street and seeing there was the Laugh House Comedy Club, which I've never noticed in all my years of going down that area before. Really? Yeah, I just never, I never even thought, I guess, of it. And also, I was too young to go. You were probably, 19, so I never you even said. thought of it. Yeah, so I never really thought of it, of going to a comedy club. And then, so by the, fir the first time I walked into one, it was to do open mic. I asked about when they had open mics. They told me it was Thursdays. And then I went back four Thursdays in a row and chickened out from going on. I don't blame you. Well, I don't blame you. And the, by the fourth time I chickened out, they called my name. Like, before they would come to me and say, you're next... And I would go, oh my uh, God. I'd, go I'd go, no, 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 I'm good, I'm not going to go on. And I would say before that, that I wasn't going to go on. And the, the fourth time I went on stage, the host called me to the stage, on stage. You know, he was like, he was like you know, Big J or Jay Hookerson. And I said, uh, from the audience, I went, no, 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 no. And he's like, come on, get up here, man. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I ended up chickening really? out publicly, yeah. <clears throat> and then the next week... Uh, I brought. I kept not bringing friends because I didn't want them to see me bomb. Right. And then the next week, I brought friends because I was like, if they all pay their five dollars to go to this, then I'll have to go. On. Did you have material written already? Yeah. So you had jokes written. Horrible jokes, but yeah, <laughs> they and, were written down nonetheless. And how about now? Because you do such amazing crowd work, and you like shows are never the same. Do you actually write now, or do you? No. Do you, no. I never write it down. I work with the crowd to kind of come up with things yeah. or have ideas during the day and I just kind of take them to stage as ideas and kind of iron them out and then find the funny end right there. I trust myself to be funnier on the... When I write stuff down, I tend to just be lazier, if it makes sense. So if, okay. I, if I'm writing something down, I think I just go for the obvious, easy joke where I think if I work on the fly, I, I, I challenge myself a little more. I, I think quicker, I think. Yeah, it's really fun watch. I mean, you could sit, sit down and watch every one of your shows because they're all different. So that's always fun for, for a club or even the staff because when they get to a show, like the first day is great, the second day is great. But if it's the same show every time, the staff, for me, it's better because they sell more. And sure. they don't, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> When yeah. you come, it's great, cause it, but the whole place has to watch. I'm like, damn it. Can you sell some drinks and food and it not is, watch it, a show? It is funny. That is, uh, and the staff, it's funny you say that the staff is the reason. Before I was on the road a bunch, I was kind of like just milling around the comedy clubs in New York for years. Yeah. Before I can get like any kind of an audience that would like make me going on the road like a draw enough to get booked. Right. And while that was taking uh, its time, I was working the clubs in New York regularly. I worked all the clubs pretty much. But because those staff, I've watched them roll their eyes at comedians who they know their material and kind of mouthing the words. Because and the scene and in, in you were grow, uh, you kind of horned your craft in New York, right? Right, yeah. totally, yeah. And that's, those guys are like, all the time, it's so funny, I feel like in New York, the comics are like, hang out in the clubs all the mm -hmm. time, right? So you kind of were part of that scene, and that, Absolutely. you get to see a lot of the comics. It was great for a learning experience and everything, but being, but when you're performing on it, seeing the staff, especially with the low turnover of the staffs in New York, you know, a lot of them are like families that have been there forever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, long-time employees. So I didn't want anybody to roll their eyes at my jokes. So I started just taking those sets and using them as, quote-unquote, writing experiences. Right. And I would just go up and, like, wing it with the crowd and just dick around with the crowd as much as possible. This way the crowd... Because what I was always impressed by was seeing in the comedy clubs David Tell and Patrice O'Neill's and guys of that... Uh, guys of that cut. Like, the staff... It seemed like the coolest thing would be exactly like you said, the staff stopping right. what they're doing yeah. or, or, or rushing their work Everybody loves that, including the staff workout. except the owner. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> right? And you yeah, the owner's it. definitely like, work. What I'm like, can do? you sell some damn drinks? Yeah, he's funny. He's still going to be funny tomorrow. Now go and sell the drinks because this customer is not going to be sitting here tomorrow. But I think so much that... Um, even being able to stay on the road all the years that I didn't have my own audience yet, it was pretty cool to uh, to I get the, to go back to these clubs based I think solely yeah. off the staff and everyone just enjoying it and being like we want to have them back here. Take me back to like the first big thing when you were like, oh my god, I'm kind of like I'm I made it. Well, how does that work? Was it when you get an agent or a manager or when you what was it? All of them, a lot of them you think like I've made it. My first manager, sure, you're like, here I am, showbiz, like, yeah. you know, unfold in front of me now. Right. Um, I'd say the biggest career, like, shift for me was ultimately getting a good agent. Yeah, Justin okay. Edbrook is uh, a. Yeah. And so, I know and Justin. Man and management well. also, Dave Kimowitz and uh, CH, CH Entertainment. They, both of those people, jumped in with me at a time where I couldn't, you know, I, I was making cold calls at that point to agencies and managers going like, please, somebody help me. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of fledgling. You know, I get the festivals all, I kind of get the, the industry standard stuff, but I wasn't getting the big clubs. The next level. I wasn't yeah. getting money. I wasn't making any kind of like, you know, significant, right. Like cash at all. And it was just, it was such a grind and such a hustle and getting that agent manager who like, just jumped in like let's figure something out together and then also I mean a real turnaround in my career outside you know getting the you know David Tell brought me on the road for eight years with him everywhere he went for so long and was so good to me and to learn from somebody like that and Patrice O'Neill to get those kind of uh, teachings was great what was the best thing that you learned the, the most memorable thing you learned from each one of those guys because I mean 
legends. Sure. You know, in the industry, obviously. I mean, from Patrice O'Neill, it was just like his complete disregard <laughs> of like of letting the room dictate what you do. Do you know what I mean? Like owning it and kind of like turning yep. it around. As an interesting thing to do, you know, seeing somebody. I hope I can, I employ this in some way because even last night at at, at off the hook, um, Joe, who was uh, featuring there, hilarious. And anytime he went into like dirty territory, funny joke, really funny jokes. But the crowd was more like, uh, and there is just some kind of thing that I was I've been able to like figure out over the years by observing these people especially like a Patrice on something like that is to get them to kind of loosen up right. you know what I mean it's right. some, some energy you give that sure. just gets them to like uh, kind of untangle and just go okay and you see, start seeing older you know Florida people as right. that I thought were going to be like maybe walk out of the show like just kind of pleasantly enjoying it even if it's not you know they're not knee slapping right. they're like they're in it and they're not offended totally. by it and they're they're having a good time and then with a tell it was just the work ethic of just staying on the road and just grinding it out and doing it. And he was always just such a big, like, uh, help for me also just financially. You know, he just kept me alive. My guest today on the Captain's Log, Big Jay Okerson. You can see him at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Uh, two shows tonight, Friday. Two shows Saturday. And, uh, guys, you're going to laugh. You're going to love him. Jay, how can they find you on uh, social media? What's your Instagram? Uh, Big Jake, Big Jay Okerson. Big Jay Okerson. Okerson. All Don't spelled out. Don't miss it, guys. He's hysterical. Um, you have a question for me before we wrap up the captain's log? This is, I always like to say, if you have one question, you get it out now or two or whatever you want to do, but I'll be, I'll answer it for you. From a club owner's perspective or anything else that you From a club owner's perspective, what was the most, uh, oh, well, I'm not going to get you to say names. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what, we'll get everyone all excited on the podcast and tell them that as soon as you turn this off, I'm going to ask you who your least favorite person who showed up with. That was my favorite question. <laughs> uh, the the least favorite person that actually showed up at the club? I mean, perform? as far as the perform, yeah. Uh, I've had a few. I have about four or five that really went south quick. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, when we turn this off, I'm going to guess some names. I bet yes, I nail two of them. Yes. But, um, <laughs> but it's interesting. You never know. Like, honestly... Sometimes, why comedians make it such a hard uh, battle between, like, a club owner and, you know, their performance? I don't know why they just don't show up, do their show, and do their work, and go home. But some guys honestly aren't happy unless there's a, like, a serious, like, tip the whole time. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I do find that interesting, too. I, I just, uh... I've always, and that's very David Tell, going out on the road with him. Like, I just, I try to leave my footprint as just, like, funny. Yeah. I just don't really ask for too much. I'm very, like, I don't bother the staff much at all. I don't require a bunch of things. I don't bring an entourage. I, uh... I you just show up and tell jokes. Show and do, up, You're good at it. Do my jokes, bail. I don't abuse I the booze. I think sometimes the reason... The you know, I just thought of... The reason why sometimes it doesn't work like that is... They can't show up and be that good at telling the jokes. It's possible. I think that's sometimes what it is. We're also in a generation now of, like, the YouTube people and stuff that are kind of... You know, the Instagram celebrities that kind of show up and... Right. They're drawing audiences, so they kind of have a very kind of... Built-in crowd, and, and, yeah. but a built-in crowd. But I mean, also they kind of come with like a fuck this club. You know, it's like right. it's more like it, exactly. everyone's here for me. It doesn't really matter where I do it, yeah. which makes them tend to be a little disrespectful. They haven't worked hard to build 
I can understand an audience. You know, what I mean, yeah. been a grind. They just yeah. show up from the opening time they showed up on stage. Right, people, people came. Were there, excited. That's right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how can they see your podcast? Give them um, a couple. You have two killer podcasts. I have uh, SDR show and Legion of Skanks both on GasDigitalNetwork.com. Newest eight episodes, always free. Um, and if you if you subscribe, you get all kinds of awesome content and and, and archives. And uh, and then bonfire on Sirius XM satellite radio, Comedy Central ninety five, and that is uh, six p.m. to eight p.m. live every uh, Monday through Thursday. And then uh, well, Thursday's pre recorded, so Monday, Wednesday live, Thursday pre recorded, yep. and then uh, and we run that all week long, and that's available on Sirius XM. Awesome, thanks, Jay. Thanks for being my guest today. Thank you for and, having uh, me. Welcome to Florida. Let's have some great shows. Absolutely. This is the Captain's Log, guys. We're out. Have a good day.